here we are again at wonderful St. Francis de Sales College in Mount Barker, joined again by Bill. How are you going, Bill? I'm great, thanks. Archdu regular. Oh, a little bit now, yeah. Fantastic to have you back on. First time this year. And Bailey. Hello again. Award-winning uh, Archdu announcer at oh. the Archdu Awards. I haven't seen you since then. Mm, yeah. And um, I remember you said at the time, like, you just wonderfully humble. You go, shouldn't have been me. Shouldn't have won it. Wasn't I, up there. I talked about weather. You told uh, and it was, but it was so amazing. Good. It was an ama- If you haven't heard this wonderful show um, with Bailey on uh, one of the the podcast versions, if you want to listen back on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast from, you can actually hear this amazing uh, talk break that you did about. It was about weather, but it was more broad than that. It was more about how weather influences your moods and um, yeah, your, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Still don't think I deserve. Yeah, so, it, yeah. it sounds a bit. I'm not explaining it well enough, but it was really amazing and you are very well deserving I thought yeah okay <laughs> I'll listen to it it was good trust me there you go there you go, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I'll take it yeah okay but we're going to chat about a whole bunch of things today we're not going to be chatting about the weather today unfortunately well we've <laughs> we've, we've got to keep your trophy shelf a little bit in competition Bailey if, if we're just going to talk about the weather all the time you'll just be flooring it every time but um, uh, because we've actually got really lovely weather here in Mount Barker at the moment it's like not that winter season anymore I miss winter do you miss winter I miss winter already and this was partly what you were talking about when you were yeah, on the radio how yeah. much you love winter and it's all coming back to me now but uh, we're going to be chatting all about uh, you know um Choosing school subjects is something we've all had to do at some point in our lives. And it's something that you guys are, are really focused on at the moment because now the choices that you make in year 10, they filter all the way through essentially to leaving school. And in uh, like leaving school, I guess, then they influence the rest of your lives. It really. could move forward to uni and through uni. There, absolutely. And then on to whatever career you choose. So it's kind of an interesting point, but we're going to touch on that a little bit as well. Uh, Bill and uh, Jake, you guys are going to be chatting a little bit later about the high school band. The high school band's uh, name has changed. You've gone through a rebranding. <laughs> you could look at it as a rebranding. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be chatting a bit about that as well as car licenses, motorcycle licenses, and also what it is, especially up here in Mount Barker and the surrounding kind of towns and areas about being in, in a Hills community and what being in that community is all about because you guys have had heaps of experience of that. Bill and Bailey are here with me and we are chatting all about this whole thing of choosing your subjects for school. I always say this, this is a big deal and it is a big deal because it leads on to so many things and we were chatting about the fact that, you know, even though I left, you know, high school a few years ago now, like, talk to people of sort of like, you know, that I know who are in the same kind of year level as me, they can still rattle out exactly the same electives that they did in school, even though it's like way in the past. But you guys are at that point now where you've got to make those year 10 decisions that really do lead on to what's going on later on. Because, Bailey, you were saying the uh, the your sort of like year 11 starts now in year 10. Can you explain kind of what that means and what that's all about? Yeah, so um, basically we're in year 10 at the moment, all three of us, Jake, Bill and I. And as we move through year 10, we um, have to choose our subject, subject selections. And we have a range of choices at St. Francis de Sales, um, anything from legal to arts. 
Um, basically, what we choose now can influence what we do up towards year 12. And what have you chosen? Um, so, this year I've chosen for the first semester legal studies and psychology, and for the second semester I've gone into double arts and advanced math. And what this will, what these choices will influence is basically it can change what classes I can get into next year. Right. And through that, it will change what I do in year 12 and then what career choices I have available to me when I leave school. It sounds like if you're, if you're doing legal studies and arts as like a semester one thing and then you're doing sort of like advanced maths as a second semester, it sounds like you're kind of leaving your options open. Yeah, yeah. I'm working very hard to make sure that I have a lot of range of choices. Yeah. How about you, Bill? What have your choices been? Um, well, in the first semester, I've done... PE like on top of like we have to do English maths science and so forth but on top of that I'm doing PE music and business in the first semester and then this semester I'm doing PE and music again and then PLP takes up one of my elective slots so. which is the uh, professional no personal, personal learning, learning project plan, plan sorry yeah. <laughs> I cut learning right you got, you, got, you got one one out of three but it's kind of like your research project but sort of like a smaller version in year 10 yeah it's it's yeah. a lot about you know sort of preparing for like the world of work in a way so we learn a lot about like employability like skills and stuff like that and how we can use them to get a job and like just recently we've done writing a resume and stuff like that and sort of how to do that oh that's really good so, yeah it's, you, do you mention business as well have you done that yet I did that last semester yeah. what do you do in business uh, we look a lot about like how the structure of businesses work and like sort of the managerial hierarchy and sort of stuff like that to okay sort of how businesses work really and how they function okay do you have an idea already at year 10 kind of where I uh, imagine myself at the end of sort of like first year of, of leaving school. Well, I'd like to I'm I'd, I'd like to go to uni, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm sort of keeping my options open because I'd like to do a degree in music or okay. in or in like sports slash business management. So I'm not entirely sure yet. So I'm, that's why I'm doing all those subjects to sort of keep those options open. Well, dude, if you do really well at music and get heaps and heaps of money, you can then buy a sports team yeah, well, and manage nice. it as a business. Well, there you go. There you Maybe. go, there you go. Sorted it, I've sorted out your life, life plan. You're welcome. You can have that for go. free. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts for you, Bailey, about where you want to kind of uh, be at the end of first year out of school, do you reckon? Um, well... I reckon I'm just going to keep working part-time jobs for the moment. And um, I reckon I'll just try and save up some money and do a bit of traveling. Okay. Anywhere in particular that you'd like to be? Uh, Japan and Canada. Cold countries. Because yeah. you love the winter. Exactly. There it is. Um, <laughs> but uh, And in the end, I reckon I'd like to start up my own small business. Um, I'm thinking a coffee shop. I love coffee shops. You realize, of course, coffee shops are quite hot and muggy. Yeah, yeah. But I can take it to a cold country and then I got a warm place to keep people warm in a cold country. Oh, that's Everyone's good. Or you could do like an it. outdoor pop-up like coffee place. Isn't there a place in, um, I think in Sydney I saw it, which is kind of like, I don't know if it was like a coffee place or whatever it was. It was sort of like a food place or whatever. But it, the whole, it was called like the minus five or something like that. And the whole thing is like Arctic. They set the whole temperature like really cold. Oh, I need to go see that. That's, yeah. This sounds awesome. Jay joins us. Here you go, man. Oh, not too bad. Great to have you back on. We were just having a bit of a chat beforehand about the band. The high school band, it's a seminal part of life, probably since there was such a thing as high school bands. Yeah, that's fair. I'd say that's a fair shout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like there's always been, and there's always been that band, the one that really, you know, that everyone remembers. Everyone says the high school band, people remember the one. Yeah. There was there was the one. Yep. Are you guys the one? 
Oh, I like to think so. Yeah. Then you are. I, th- I think we're the only, well, one of the only high school bands, so we'd, we'd certainly be narrowing it down. Yeah. I think I think if you can't isolate who it is, it's you. It's like going, every, every family has that one person in it, and if you don't know who that one person is, it's you. It's you. But if, if you're the band. Now, the band recently um, had a rebranding, Jake. Can you tell us a little bit about the rebranding, what you were, what you've become, and why was a change necessary? Oh, well, so uh, the band used to be called Tremor. But uh, we recently changed it to Dusk Till Dawn. Du- as in Dusk. 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 Okay. And, um, I think Dust Till Dawn would have been interesting too. Yeah. Mm. But um, we did that change because we thought that we would like to take a more professional, I guess, approach to the whole thing of being in a band. So okay. stuff like writing up more of our own music and being more active and present on social media and things like that to okay. make people more people more aware of of what we're doing and and stuff like that and this change has just happened hasn't it bill like it's yeah, only in the last few weeks, weeks. Ago, yeah have you have you seen a change in the last two weeks is it too early to tell i i think it's a little bit early to say <laughs> i mean like i think within the band there's already there's already been quite a significant change i think we're already, how how so I mean, well, we've already started writing a bit more of our own music for a start. Okay. And then, like, it's just little things you start to notice. Like, we're sort of just gelling a bit more at practice and things like that. And Mm. things are starting to come together really nicely. But I don't know. It's a little bit early to say as to how that's going. But I feel like there's a lot of positivity, like, coming into maybe next year. Because I feel like we're not, you know, really... Because you guys are year 10 going into year 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah. Three of us are in year 10 currently. One's year 9. And one's about to graduate from year 12. So... Okay. Um, But... That'll be hard when the year 12 goes. Uh, I think we're going to... He's pretty passionate he's about gonna it. He's going to stay on, yeah. He'll stay on still. Okay, yeah. cool. He's keen to be involved and I think he's sort of really been a, a driving force behind sort of us stepping up a bit this year. Okay. And... and and making some positive changes for the band. That's good. Now, you're the front man, um, Bill. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I always look so embarrassed when I say that. Yeah, I don't know why. Why? I don't know. It's, it's good. I enjoy it. I just, it's difficult to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's weird to talk about. I yeah, guess. It is. It's, yeah. These things can be a bit like, you know, it's kind of like to be the, fr- the front person of a band is kind of a, there's a little bit of ego involved in it because yeah, you've got to kind of, there is a bit of look at I me don't, at I don't, it. I don't, I, don't, I don't like to be that type of person. I, I and but that's the thing, I isn't it? It's I like, that's you, what it is. It, there's that thing of that, that, desire to kind of like perform and get out in front of people mm. um, can sometimes contradict with the fate of going well people then naturally assume that you're kind of yeah yeah, yeah I'm the best sort like, of yeah thing. see that's that's what I think I think it is and I, I don't like to I, I mean I feel like I'm not really that type of person I wouldn't like to be associated with that mm. so I think that's sort of why I'm sort of just like I sort of lean away from the I'm the front man sort of tag I guess you could say it. it's it's kind of like a role that you have on stage and stuff and then yeah. when you were off stage sort of I'm a different he's person he's out of the role yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I remember, yeah, Peter Gabriel says a lot of that sort of stuff too. That he's very show person on stage, but off stage, very sort of reclusive and doesn't really have a great deal to say. Yeah, you know as well. So, and I found it really interesting. We were talking a little bit beforehand, and, and you were saying, you know, because Jake, your persona on stage is is much more kind of, yeah. uh, you know, less dynamic yeah, in sure. terms of going just kind of very focused on the music and Relaxed. not not sort of like a, a big kind of performer. And what it reminded me of, but I didn't want to use the reference was uh in the band the angels 
which was having the uh, the the Brewster brothers always very oh, yeah. kind of sunglasses. you know like the sunglasses and looking the oh, but I'm not going to say that because yeah. you guys go with the reference and then just before we started recording you were saying Bill <laughs> oh yeah I saw Buzz Bistro at a <laughs> and I was so starstruck I was thinking no way like seriously this music was kind of like you know like out of well out of date probably 20 years before you were born but this stuff still resonates angels. with you yeah no, I, I love that sort of music I mean I think I got my parents to thank for that is you know, I, I love sort of like Angels Paul Kelly all those sort of Australian artists yeah oil. I love those artists as well and I think I've got my parents to thank for that and Sort of yeah not many people my age I, I don't think feel like appreciate the same sort of stuff that i mean some of us do because we're in the band together and we're passionate about yeah. that sort of music yeah well i wish you all the best guys jake and bailey are here we are chatting all about um licenses getting car license jake did you get the license uh yeah i did so you got l's yeah okay how long ago oh couple months ago now yeah how's it going not too bad i'm racking up the hours it's going pretty well so how does it work so you've got to rack up like logbook hours yeah and then tick them all off is that how it works now yeah you got to get 75 hours in total right plus uh, f- including 15 nine hours bailey you're going for the car license but you're going one step further you're going to the motorcycle license as well um i already have my car license i got it like a oh. month and a half ago okay yeah how's um, that going yeah good um i've been because my older brother has it as well. He's still on his L's. Uh, he's in year 12 now. Um, because of that, I don't have much opportunity to drive myself. Okay. Well, because um, he's got the car all the time. Yeah, pretty okay. well. Um, so he usually takes like the drive to school and all that. And if I'm lucky, I can usually get like 20, 30 minutes driving, um, you know, back and forth from work. Right. But um, nah, because of that, um, and because I want to be able to go without having someone else in the car with me, I'm going for my motorbike license in two weeks. Full on. Yeah. Okay. Right. And are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you like, where, where are you sitting with that? Because this is something that's been in your family for a long time. All your family yeah. ride motorbikes. So yeah. you've got many motorbikes around the house? Um, we've got three out in the garage, including my own, um, two of them are my dad's, and then uh, some of my older brothers who have moved out have got their own as well. So you've got your motorcycle even before you've got your license? Yeah, I um, got a Honda. It's like a proper sport bike. It's like real fast. I like it. Okay. Super sleek. Um, I've been... <laughs> Will you be allowed to drive it once you yeah, get yeah. your license though? Because it's really limited what you can ride when you first get your license, isn't it? Um, they actually changed the laws about this. Um, I think it was a couple of years back. Okay. Um, basically, they've increased it because it used to be a problem where you weren't allowed to have so much power in the bike and it was like 250 um, cubic centimetre engines. Yeah. Um, they've upped it to 600 so longer it's under um, a 15 to 1 watt power to weight ratio or something like that um mine's a 300 cc right um four stroke or two stroke 300 cc four stroke okay so it's not just a absolute power demon (laughs) then i don't know you can get to a hundred and third gear and it's a six gear yeah yeah when i first got my motorcycle license i had a i had a honda 250 cc four stroke was what i had that was the bike and i mean they go really yeah, yeah, the yeah, CBR yeah. 250 was what I had. And um, that was still, I mean, I remember riding up to this neck of the woods up to Mount Barker and stuff like on that bike on the freeway and it was fine, you know, it yeah, was great. Yeah. But getting the license, I've got to say, it was terrifying me because the getting the, um, the, the learner permit, that was 
that's fine. That's okay. You know, mm, it's it's yeah. a lot less full on and reminded me a lot more like getting the normal driving test. But then when I went and did the um the actual test test to get the final license, it was full on, man. It was so terrifying because the instructors were all really super nice, like right at the start. They're like, yeah, yeah. you're coming to get the license and that's great and sign oh, yeah. your name here. And here's the initial, you know, you always see like a video of people and it's, the video's always really out of date. Like all the fashions are really out of yeah, date. Yeah. And they had this thing where they showed a guy, he said, and he has a small video camera attached to his helmet, the top of his helmet. And you expect this like little tiny GoPro thing. And it's like this full handicap thing <laughs> attached to the helmet. But back in the day, it was shot, which like literally looked like 20 years ago. That would have probably been considered to be a small video camera. But hey, so we did that. And then we go out onto the range, as they call it. And it's all down, done like way out north, out at St. Agnes. Now, they do it only out there now. But as soon as we kind of get going, they then become like these like um, like drill sergeants from American war movies. Like <laughs> they just start yelling and just kind of, you know, being really full on like laugh, laugh, laugh. What are you doing? Laugh, laugh. Just like yelling till their faces are turning red. You break for like morning tea and lunch and it's back to the normal night thing, like chatting and so and so. And oh, it's a family. It's really great. And uh, yeah, you know, things like that. Get back on the bike and immediately it all kind of starts starts again and by the end of the day and i think pretty much all of us the day that i did we all got the licenses except for one person had to come back and redo one thing um and i was saying like um guys (laughs) a little bit terrified like hey um why what's with the you know personality change like why did you get are we gonna pretend this didn't happen exactly (laughs) we're just walking away like you know we're all cool here or what's going on and they were really upfront about it and they said, look, you're going to walk away from here today. Like you could walk straight into a Harley Davidson dealer and buy this, you know, 1600 cc power machine, which essentially it's like um, for people who don't know about motorbikes, you've um, uh, you've got uh, a clutch on it. So every motorbike's essentially a manual. And the minute you start to let your clutch out in gear, um, um, it enables you to accelerate with your right hand. Yeah, so you yeah, can start doing yeah. that. So you get on a bike like that, the minute that you start like even letting your clutch out without putting any power on it, it's, it's like off. it takes off because yeah. they're so powerful. And he said, you're going to be able to get out of here and get on a bike like that, that's going to be able to do those things. So we got to make sure that you are as prepared and as terrified, essentially, about what the consequences are if you do this wrong. Because you could just get on the back of the bike and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're you're literally sitting on a rocket. Like you're on a bike like that, you're sitting on a rocket and you need to know that um, this is the last chance that anyone has got a, a... chance to help you or instruct you because once you're gone we never see you again you're done yeah, with your license yeah, forever yeah. so um yeah good luck with that yeah um <laughs> i'm quite excited for it no nah, it's it's going to be quite useful i live quite far away from uh any towns or anything so it'll be good to have the independence totally and if, if you as well come from a family of people who have ridden motorcycles it, there's there's a, a kind of a um a culture of being safe around bikes and how to yeah, ride them yeah. in a safe way they're very careful um yeah. and they've also made sure i know how to completely pull it apart and put it back together oh wow really yeah, yeah. i spent like two weeks of the holidays just out in the garage every night working on it Wow. Yeah. 
Do you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah, I quite like working on cars and stuff. Okay, cool. Bill rejoins us. How are you going, man? I'm great, thanks. Good. It's been good. Um, we were having a little bit of a chat before about being up here in the Hills community. And I think I'm definitely not alone in that whenever I come up for a drive up here with people and we sort of like drive around, we're driving down Druids, is it Druids Avenue. Is that the tree line street down the side here? Mount Barker. Isn't it Dutton? Dutton Road? No, no Druids, you come off the yeah. main road, coming off the freeway and you turn left. I'm not supposed to know more about Mount Barker than know. you guys. Gosh. I don't live in Mount Barker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? You guys don't live in, in the centre of Mount Barker here. You live in smaller kind of places, sort of off the, like, yeah, just yeah. out of the way yeah. a little bit. You live, is it in Strathalbyn or outside? Yeah. It's yeah. in Strathalbyn. We just out of Strath and a few years ago we moved into Strath, so yeah. And you're kind of a very, you're someone who's kind of known in the community, Jake was saying before, things like that, you walk down the street, it's kind of like going, hello, Bill. It's like, oh, yes, hello, Lorraine. It's like those sorts of things that look like they're, you know, out of movies or whatever. But I think a part of that is because you're so involved in the things that are going on in your community. Can you tell us a bit about the sort of things that you do as a citizen uh, of Strathalbyn? Yeah, well, within Strath, I mean, I, I play a lot of sport. Like, I play tennis and soccer, so I'm already heavily involved with the sporting clubs there. So... I'm always, you know, there's always, I'm always seeing people and meeting new people through that, which is great. And then also this year I've stepped up and joined the committee of the soccer club. The committee? Yep. And yes. you're 14, 15? 15. 15, yeah. okay. Yeah, 16, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I might be the youngest. I'm just, like, just going to say, yeah. I don't think that the, the median age is not like 17 of, yeah, the, yeah, of no. the committee. I don't think, yeah, I think I'm probably the youngest committee member. But um, why, why did you do that? Why did you want to become a committee member there? I wanted to learn a lot more about like, how how the club was run and like how how that works like the structure of the club and stuff like that and also because when i i mean i was talking earlier about how i was sort of interested in doing a, a degree in sports management yeah and they say they said because i went to an open day um this year i think or maybe last year i can't even remember now and and they were saying like because they did like talks and stuff like that and they were saying about how it's great to have the degree and stuff like that but at the end of the day they also look for experience and I'm thinking which is open day for this this is for Torrens Uni I think okay yeah learning about this whole idea yeah. around so and this is essentially this, this your way of, of getting that yeah and I was like well if I've been on the committees from age 15 of this local soccer club that's True a pretty good experience <laughs> yes so I was like yeah and so that's sort of how I've how I've gotten involved in the community and like I'm heavily involved in the tennis club as well and like I know a bunch of people there and help out with that sort of stuff and then mum's mum's sort of well known in the community as well because she's always helping out with different community events and stuff like that so is that where it kind of, of all began for you seeing I mean maybe you don't know it tangibly seeing yeah. that your mum get involved I mean did it start with there I, I, I would say so I mean I think I might have just gotten that that attitude of just wanting to be able to help out and give back to the community maybe from her yeah. I think that might have just been passed on to me maybe and I think now I'm sort of carrying that out as well and helping and giving back to the community in my own way this is something that you'd conversations that you have with people of your age not part of sort of like a, a smaller community you don't really have those conversations very often because you're are you quite involved in your community um bailey i live a bit north of my bridge so i'm a long way out from the school here okay um how long does it take you to get in every day close to an hour yeah wow uh i live like in a small rural town you can hardly call it a town it's like a bunch of fields and farmers and that's it pretty well Sounds really um, nice. <laughs> it, it is, and um, you know, like but very rural. I'm yeah, far away from yeah. everything. Yeah, um, like no one for kilometres, and um, you know, it's very much if anyone ever needs a hand, then you just sort of help out, and 
everybody in the community knows each other. You know, everybody's looking for something to do for entertainment. So uh, a lot of activity around like the sports clubs. You know, everyone goes to the games on Saturdays and um, a lot of work around the school as well. That's basically the center of our community. Um, The school runs a shop like within itself and it, it takes in customers from the Proud Mary, which is a steam paddle that goes along the Murray River. Yeah. Yeah. And um, basically we run like a small sort of shop in the school on Friday afternoons. And what would happen is um, the people from the Proud Mary would come along and we'd sell like local goods that are um, common in the region, like uh, lots of apricots and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, this school like um, sort of ran it with the students so the students would be running the shop and um, we'd use it to like help fund the school for stuff like that and give students experience within work and even to this day senior students from the school that were there decades ago still come in to help with the shop right do you still feel uh, like st- a strong connection with the because you went to this as a primary school do you still feel a connection with the with the school absolutely yeah um, my sister's actually a teacher there in fact <laughs> no way um yeah, uh, that that was fun going through upper primary with her as my teacher. <laughs> but Being no. taught by your own sister—that's yeah. amazing. Oh, that's who funny. could ever say that? It was awful. <laughs> I don't think you'll ever find anyone who's had a same experience. <laughs> oh yeah, true. But um, yeah, no, I I know all the members of staff there. I actually talk with them all regularly. They're good friends of our family and. It's just all about the community. Uh, we've been here at Mount Barker, St. Francis de Sales College, amazing school here with uh, Jake, Bailey and Bill. Thanks, guys, for coming on. It's been great having you here. No, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. Fantastic. If you want to hear, if you've only just joined us, it's been a great show. We've been talking about a whole bunch of fantastic things. So you can jump onto the podcast, just uh, subscribe to us. We're now on Spotify. We weren't on Spotify a week ago, uh, but Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and literally anywhere you get your podcasts, you can get us from. You can just um, subscribe to RHD Radio. We're RHD Radio everything. We're RHD Radio on Instagram. We're RHD Radio on Facebook. Everything is there, and uh, you can check that out. We are here every Wednesday night from 9 every Saturday night from 10 stay tuned to 1079 Life for more of your music and if you haven't got tickets yet for the World Youth Day Festival event uh, in January please jump onto our Facebook and uh, get your tickets they're only $20 and we've got people coming from overseas interstate the rest so check it out it's all there Uh, we'll see you again in a few days bye bye see ya